Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and happy Thanksgiving week. 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. And uh, so much to be grateful for this Thanksgiving. We don't think about it often enough. We'll get into that later in the program. Uh, Linda, you're going to love the Washington Post complaining Thanksgiving Thanksgiving dinner is a threat to the climate. I should have oh known. You can't, you can't even make this stuff up. Then you have Hillary Clinton once famously. She, remember, she wrote the book, It Takes a Village. Well, now we have a feminist scholar taking that argument another step further, arguing that kids should be raised by society rather than just parents. An expert on feminist, trans, and the Q word. I don't, I don't use their words, although people say it's appropriate now, I guess, or acceptable to use it. Politics, you know, if I say it, it's going to become a big deal, and I just don't feel like dealing with it. And, I, you know, the bar shifts from day to day about what you can and cannot say. It's insane. Uh, but anyway, the uh, scholar, Sophie Lewis, uh, self-proclaimed anyway, uh, speaks at the University of Massachusetts in Boston at an event named after her October 20 sec- uh, 2022 book, Abolish the Family, a manifesto for care and liberation. And she said in her various writings and interviews that her goal through abolishing the family is to reimagine the notion of the family past fatherhood and motherhood into a more universal sense where children are not property of parents but raised by society as a whole. And she spoke at UMass Boston at the invitation of the Center for Humanities, Culture, and Society, and in an interview with the College Fix said that the center invited her, given her fearless and rigorous work breaking from traditional ways of thinking about institutions such as family. You know, how many years have I said, you know, if you listen to the left, they pretty much, you know, want to render parents irrelevant and just wipe them off the map and and let let the government raise our kids and indoctrinate them, all of which now is kind of happening. You know, you got two schools I told you about yesterday. They have after school programs 
for Satan worshiping groups. I mean, this is how nuts this is getting. You know, our military leaders embracing woke diversity, transgender policies and ideology, quote, is corroding, according to a, a, a new report out, the effectiveness of the U.S. military. New report, Senator Marco Rubio, Chip Roy of Texas, and they put out a report on the impact of the DEI and the LGBT initiatives on the U.S. military on Monday. 18-page report takes shots at top military leaders, even General Milley here, saying that poor leadership is distorting the military's purpose. The U.S. military is the greatest fighting force in the world. It is also one of the most humble and sacrificial the world has ever known. And unfortunately, Joe Biden and his administration are weakening America's warfighters through a sustained assault fueled by woke virtue signaling and our military's singular purpose is to provide for the common defense of our nation it cannot be turned into a left-wing social experiment and it, and it can't be used against america itself and it cannot be paralyzed by fear of offending the sensibilities of ivy league faculty lounges and progressive pundits and the department of defense stood by its policies in answer to the report diversity inclusion Equality at its core is about leveraging the strengths of our people, advancing opportunity. You know what? Our military needs to be focused on one thing, dealing with evil and being prepared for a worst case scenario. And they need to be equipped with the latest, greatest, most advanced military technology so that if God forbid we have to protect this country, that we're not only going to fight the war, but we're going to obliterate any enemy that would dare take us on. China has been building up their military in in ways and outspending us, you know, for years in all of this. And we're not keeping up. And I'm telling you, it's a little scary. Um, we have another story. University of Florida College of Medicine pushing their woke agenda on students. And they're incorporating aspects of critical race theory into their admissions and educational programs. According to Fox News Digital and the report, Do No Harm, a group of medical workers against diverse racial policies in medicine, explains the college uses equity initiatives to train a new generation of anti-racist. Nobody supports racism. But I mean, isn't why are we focusing on these things? You know, we've got a landmark Supreme Court decision that's going to be determined. And I think I know which way it's going to come out. And it deals with you know, whether you can factor in race in admissions in colleges and et cetera, et cetera. I do, and, and by the way, it seems that if you break it down demographically, the group most most impacted by this are Asian-Americans when it comes to, you know, getting into these 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 schools. And anyway, I just this this is not helping schools. One Rhode Island school official said using a wrong pronoun is an act of violence. You have an elected school official in Rhode Island said using proper pronouns against stated identity of a transgender child is an act of violence. I, I, I don't know what to think. You know, now men playing in women's sports, that seems to be acceptable. And it just goes on and on. Oh, and get this. Did you ever hear of this high fashion uh, brand? You might be able to pronounce it. Balin. Siaga, something like that. Do you know what that is? No, I've never heard of it. Anyway, they have an ad campaign. It features photos of of child models holding teddy bears dressed in bondage gear. Oh, that's disgusting. A brand also used an image of Supreme Court opinion in child pornography cases that prop up 
uh, the prompting of a, a handbag. The photographer for the for the campaign ad campaign said the images were part of a project, a series called Toy Stories, according to the Instagram page. And anyway, Penny Nance, who we've had on the program before, she's the CEO of Concerned Women for America, uh, called the images exploited pro propaganda. This is not about being provocative and getting attention. The entire campaign sexualizes children, period. It's child expo exploitation, period. It feeds and normalizes a culture that is dark and depraved, and this company needs to answer for it. And it's, I, I mean, this is what we're, we're talking about. Interesting comment by Brooke Shields. Remember that when we were growing up, nothing comes between, between me and my Calvins and that line that she used in, in that famous, you know, oh, yeah. Calvin Klein. That was a big scandal. That was a, well, it was a big deal at the time. Oh, yeah. Now, she said recently that she felt taken advantage of when she was a young teenager being grilled by Barbara Walters. She called it the fiasco. She was on, I guess, Drew Barrymore has a show. And she felt uh, that Barbara Walters took, you know, was after a negative soundbite during their controversial sit down about this 1981, you know, famous Calvin Klein jeans campaign. And she asked me what my measurements were and asked me to stand up. Now, you look at it through the prism of today and you, you're looking at it like, OK, you do that today and, you know, you're fired immediately. But anyway, even the whole ad campaign wouldn't be acceptable. I don't Well, Maybe it would. I mean, you know what? Maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the point. Maybe it would. Anyway, she says, I stand up and she's like comparing herself to this little girl. And I thought this just isn't right. I don't understand what it is. But I just behaved and smiled, and, and she said, acknowledging that she felt so taken advantage of in, in so many ways. You know, this is, and she seems to have turned out great. Uh, I know people that actually know her. I, I don't, I've never met her. I've actually but, met her a few times, and she's absolutely lovely. She's yeah, that's really nice. She's, she's just really, I've actually played mom. parties, and she was there dancing, and she's a great dancer, by the way. She's a great dancer. She's right, one of those so people that dance. gets up and dances when nobody else is on the dance floor. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, you're my kind of girl. Yeah. By the way, activists plan Thanksgiving protest at Plymouth Rock against the genocide of indigenous people. Washington Post accused of trying to destroy Thanksgiving dinner after listing holiday foods alongside what their climate impact is. I mean, wait, what do you? I'll get to this later. I'm going to give you a test later in the program. What are the 12 days of Christmas? You know, what is it going to cost you this year versus last year? One little hint is it's double digits ahead of last year. Um, still, both indexes share some similar themes. Um, anyway, Thanksgiving turkey prices are, are you know, going up dramatically. You know, one of the sadder things I ran, and maybe it's not so sad after all. You know, maybe maybe this kind of brings people back to focus. But some people are foregoing a traditional Thanksgiving dinner and they're getting they're going to have like a pizza party for their family. Now, people can eat pizza any day of the year. Right. But they're doing it because of the high cost of a turkey dinner this year. So they're foregoing a traditional turkey dinner. And I wonder if people will realize that it, it's not about the turkey and it's not about the stuffing and it's not about the smashed potatoes. And it's not about the, the stuffing and everything else you pounding inside you and the pecan pie and the blueberry pie and apple pie and pumpkin pie. 
maybe maybe people will just realize, wow, you know what? That was a cool Thanksgiving dinner because I love being around the people I love and I don't see often enough. I don't think there's wonder, anything wrong with that, but it's a problem that they can't afford it. That's the, the prob- problem. That's the problem. That's they don't the have problem. a choice. It's not about doing it. It's about the choice and that the choice has been taken away because of Biden inflation. Well, I mean, this is the saddest part of all. And I've been there, lived it, done it, did it for a lot of years in my early adult life. And that's living paycheck to paycheck. And it just sucks. And that's where 70 percent of Americans are right now. Now, they may have other savings, but right now they're living paycheck to paycheck. And I, I don't really have great news on the economy either. By the way, did you notice this suspicious thing? So first, Biden gives immunity. Now, remember, Biden has been begging and pleading. OPEC has turned down his numerous entrees and begging to increase oil production because Joe steadfastly gives in to the climate alarmist cult in America. And for some reason, he thinks it's okay to import energy from from OPEC plus nations or Venezuela or Iran or Russia. But he won't tap into our own resources here at home. And we have much more than they do combined, especially with natural gas oil and and coal combined we should be you know providing now western europe with all their needs for the winter but anyway so joe goes over kisses the ring in the backside of mbs who he said was the murder of of journalist kamal uh, uh, khashoggi and said it was a pariah nation but he still goes over there fist bumps mbs and not only did he get turned down in terms of his request to increase oil production by the saudis uh they not only didn't increase it they decreased it And then they exposed him for trying to collude with them and not tell the American public what they was what the real result of this was, is that they basically spit in his face. So what does Biden do? He turns around and he gives immunity to the guy that he said murdered Jamal Khashoggi. And now all of a sudden I'm reading in today's paper. Oh, OPEC plus will now talk about raising output at their next meeting. Do you think it's a quid and a pro and a quo with Joe? Here, I'll give you immunity. Can you please increase production and sell us more? Because we're too stupid to produce our own energy here, which is the lifeblood of the world's economy. And we don't have a substitute that is affordable uh, at this point. And we could just dream of one. And we have unilaterally disarmed economically and energy-wise in the process. It's just, I'm, it's so embarrassing. Everything this guy does embarrasses me. I feel I'm tired of being embarrassed, you know, because of our president doesn't even know that today's Tuesday. I doubt he knows it's Thursday tomorrow. He tried to be funny with the turkey yesterday, getting the pardon. It wasn't that funny. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, as we roll along, 800-941-SEAN, you want to be a part of the program. I mean, you know, the economy is just a mess. I'm not sure how this is going to impact things for the for the Christmas season, but we have the biggest rail union rejecting the contract offer, raising the possibility of a nationwide strike, and they voted down this tentative contract brokered, quote, by the Biden White House, meaning a nationwide strike next month could cripple the U.S. economy. And, uh, you know, they represent 28,000 conductors rejecting a contract. Uh, The contract was nixed by a slim margin, so maybe they'll be able to bridge the gap. I'm not exactly sure. But this is at a time when diesel has been in short supply. And now that we've, you know, compromised our our strategic petroleum reserves which was supposed to be used for emergencies but was used for the 2022 election hopes of democrats you know we've depleted it it's now at a 50-year low artificially increasing supply to reduce prices and make it seem like oh gas prices are coming down again but it was not never a long-term solution now the trucking industry is struggling because of the high prices of diesel and i know because i know people in trucking and they're telling me you know for some of them that they've actually just put their trucks off into the, you know, a yard waiting for, for prices to come to a more reasonable level because the prices of loads are at a, at a low point because of the slowing economy. But yet the price of diesel is higher than it's ever been, getting close to six bucks a gallon for, for most people around the country. And so the cost of putting a driver out on the road and the insurance and everything else associated with it just isn't worth it for them. So I don't, I don't know where you fill in the gap here. And meanwhile, how do you like this? The Biden administration announced they're going to put a 1.1 billion to keep a nuclear power plant up and running in California. And meanwhile, in Texas, um, they, they have a plan to prematurely cease operations at a coal-fired power plant uh, next year has sparked angst among members of the local community who fear severe economic consequences. Well, it sounds like Gavin gets uh, special treatment and, and Greg Abbott gets the middle finger. We'll continue. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, toll free, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. By the way, the USDA is blaming Russia for the rising price of Thanksgiving. Just always blame Russia. If you can't blame Russia, blame Trump. If you can't blame Trump, blame I don't know, Santa Claus. I guess there's always going to be somebody to blame. But they're blaming Russia for the higher cost of Thanksgiving. This is an amazing thing that they just will never take responsibility. That's why Joe Biden says, what are you going to change? Nothing. Okay, then, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. By the way, at the White House, there was a question today on the origins of COVID. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre snapped at reporters that raised the question about about the origins of COVID during a press briefing that featured the outgoing White House chief medical advisor, the great Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's been more wrong than anyone else. And Fauci does have a lot of questions that need to be answered. What are the origins of COVID? Um, Cut. What is that? Cut. What? Anyway, this uh, this is what happened earlier today. I will not call on you if you yell, 
And also, you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. Thank you. Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, she's only third grade question. Not being you ask your question, you should allow her to add some nature. She's having a very original COVID-19. It is not. It is not your turn. It is not your turn. You I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is the disrespect. Is it it is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. <laughs> I mean, why can't they ask a question? Here's a simple question. Did the NIH knowingly give money to the Eco Alliance knowing that they would invest or grant money to the Wuhan Virology Lab, which they have a history of doing, uh, where it was well known by everybody that gain-of-function research took place and coronavirus research took place. And is there any chance American tax dollars actually paid and went to pay for the creation of COVID? Why can't we get an answer to that question? Or Dr. Fauci, you know, you're the highest paid individual in the U.S. government. Um, did you make any money on any investments related to any treatments or anything COVID related? I think it's a fair question. I know that Kevin McCarthy said that, yeah, they're going to get into all of that. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, Got to give props to Jonathan Turley calling out the AP and the rest of the media for, you know, lying and saying, oh, there's no evidence of anything that Joe knew anything about Hunter's business dealings. Um, we know a lot about Joe and how Joe lied to the country when he said that he had never, ever discussed Hunter Biden's business dealings with his son, that he never, never one time, because we have photographs of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden and his foreign business associates. We have at least 14 meetings that have been identified and we have an, an eyewitness that sat in a meeting under oath testifying, Tony Bobolinsky, that he, in fact, knew that that Hunter's referral to the big guy meant Joe Biden. And we know on the laptop that Hunter complains bitterly about having to give half of his salary to, quote, pops or paying for pops uh, repairs at his Delaware mansion or or pops, you know, you know, getting the, the set aside money and and so on and so forth. I mean, this is going to be a big deal. And I'll tell you how I know it's a big deal. It's a big deal because Democrats, turns out, they have been planning for a long time for the Republicans to take over Congress. And they've been building out a war room. And the war room is to, in the end, it will be used, in my opinion, my prediction here, to smear, slander, besmirch, use all the characters' uh, assassination they possibly can, anybody that dares points out that, in fact, the Biden family did business and Joe was involved up to his eyeballs in it. And that is influence peddling with countries now that he has to deal with, which raises the question of whether or not the president of the United States of America is compromised in his ability to deal with these countries. Everybody ignored the real quid pro quo. Donald Trump on the phone with President Zelensky. Now, you're not going to waste taxpayer dollars the way your your predecessors did 
He does it on a phone call with 50 people. Okay, is it the perfect phone call? I don't know if it's what a perfect phone call is. Uh, certainly demanding before giving away our money that a president of a country spend it wisely and appropriately and not misappropriate the funds seems to me to be the right thing to do because you're looking out for the American taxpayer. But then you ignore Joe Biden saying, bragging on tape, you're not getting a billion U.S. tax dollars when he was vice president in charge of Ukraine, telling the government, you're not getting it. And I'm leaving in six hours unless you fire a prosecutor. And it turns out, in son of a bee, they fired the prosecutor so they can get their billion dollars. That's a quid and a pro and a quo with Joe. And then it turns out, why, why did Joe Biden, vice president, want a prosecutor fired? Because the prosecutor was investigating his son, his son with no experience in energy, oil, gas, or even Ukraine, making millions. Well, why is he making millions of dollars? Well, now we know why Joe wanted the prosecutor fired so bad. And then he's even bragging about it. And so, you know, then, then this all dovetails perfectly. You've got the Comer investigation into the Bidens, which is going to be going on simultaneously with Jim Jordan's judiciary investigation into the FBI and the DOJ, whether the FBI is politicized and the DOJ is weaponized. Now, the FBI, by the way, you know, we have 20 plus eyewitnesses we expect coming forward with stories about how politicized the FBI really has become. Because long before the world found out about Hunter Biden's laptop, three weeks before the 2020 presidential elections, after the deep state put their thumb on the scales and the FBI put their thumb on the scales in the 2016 election, now they do it again in the 2020 election. And 51 intelligence, former intelligence officials, oh, this looks like Russian disinformation without any evidence at all whatsoever. They were all wrong. It was all a lie. Social media partnering with the Democratic Party to protect the Democratic candidate and not even allowed allowing people to judge for themselves and read the New York Post article, which was proven a thousand percent true that the laptop is real. The information on it is real. The implication by Hunter of Joe Biden is real. He knew everything. And, you know, <clears throat> it points out. And then, you know, even this week, the Associated Press, you know, claims that there is no evidence even suggesting that President Biden ever spoke to his son about foreign dealings. And Jonathan Turley points out, well, I've explained how the Bidens have succeeded in their Houdini-like trick in making the elephant of a scandal disappear from public state, this public stage, but by enlisting the, the media in their illusion. But this level of audience participation in the trick truly defies belief. The AP's statement at this stage of this scandal was breathtaking but it's also very telling. Joe Biden has said he's never spoken to his son about his foreign businesses and and nothing the Republicans have put forth suggests otherwise. That's what the AP says. Well, for years, if you've been, you know, if you only get your news from fake news, CNN and MSDNC or the New York Times and the Washington Post, you might think this way. But for years, the media have been boosting Joe Biden's claim that I never spoke to my son about his overseas business dealings. Now, of course, the emails on the laptop of Hunter refute this claim. The media buried the laptop story and and pushed the false claim that it was Russian disinformation, putting their thumbs on the 2020 election, just like they did on the 2016 election, because now we know that they offered Christopher Steele in 2016 a million dollars to corroborate Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for Russian dossier. And 
that, in fact, they offered Steele in early October. They go to see him. Here's a million bucks if he can corroborate it. He couldn't corroborate it, and he never collected the money. But then by the end of October, they affirmed to a FISA court that the dossier has been verified when it wasn't verified, meaning they lied to a FISA court. But the Clintons don't get held accountable. Nor do they get held accountable for the missing 33,000 emails deleted with bleach bit and the devices smashed up with hammers and the SIM cards removed. Nobody gets held accountable. It's an unbelievable country we're living in. And now here in this 2020 election, it's, you know, here we go again. You know, but don't forget, you know, the phone call media criticized me. Hey, pal, it's dad. It's 815 on Wednesday night. If uh, if you get a chance, uh, just give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just wanted to talk to you. Uh, I thought the article released online. It's going to be printed tomorrow. And the Times was good. I think you're clear uh, or in meaning like in the clear. And anyway, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. All right. I'm glad he loves his son. Who are you going to believe the media or your own ears? Now, you know, all we know is there are pictures of Joe Hunter and the foreign business partners. All we know is Hunter Biden is making a fortune. You know, you get a, a deal with China. OK, a Chinese national hundred thousand dollars shopping spree for Hunter Biden. They get a five million dollars zero interest loan that is forgivable, meaning, OK, if you can't pay us back, that's fine. Then you get a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. Now, why would you give that deal to Hunter, not Goldman Sachs or Deutsche Bank or, or any one of the big Morgan Stanley, somebody that knows what the hell they're doing that has a little experience? You know, in, in one email, Hunter Associate James uh, uh, Gillier instructed Tony Bobolinsky not to speak to the former VP's connection to any transactions. Don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face-to-face, uh, -face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. The emails apparently refer to Joe with code names like, you know, Celtic and the big guy, and the big guy mentioned in one possible receiving 10% of the money. And, and a lot of this was given under oath at this particular point, especially discussing another business deal with China, the CEFC China Energy Company. You know, that would see, you know, how do you explain canceling the keystone xl pipeline but giving russia a, a a waiver on the Nord stream 2 pipeline well could it be related to the three and a half million dollars from the former first lady of moscow could it be related to the hundred million dollars she invested in a real estate venture with hunter why would china give all this money away if this was a republican you think the media would oh it's fine there's no evidence at all whatsoever i mean we're just being lied to again and again and again, it's in, it's insane. You know, just like I think it's it's pathetic. You know, this latest UN climate change confab takes place, and you know we're going to be paying climate reparations. I mean, it's and China, by the way, they don't have to pay. They're they're referred to as a developing nation, just like India. Same thing. Anyway, this this these climate talks in Egypt brought few, if any, new commitments to reduce emissions. By the way, most people got there by their big private jets. Not that I'm against them. I'm actually for them. But don't tell us that we can't drive our, our SUVs or our caravans. Instead, we need progress. Anyway, so what do we do? The U.S. is now going to pay a fortune in climate reparations to developing nations. And Biden is torched. 
for agreeing to these climate reparations. Why would we? We don't even have the money for it. We're talking about a billion dollars. A billion dollars. I mean, to who? For what? I mean, it's, is, is it, was it really wrong of us to create the automobile and airplanes and jets that get us to and fro that advance the human condition and let us go to the moon and, and, and do amazing things and have washers and dryers, wrong to cut down trees and build homes, etc. Unbelievable. Poor Biden tells the kid at, the, uh, at his turkey pardoning event to go you know, steal a pumpkin. Then he falsely claims Delaware is the most chickens in the nation. They're not even in the top 10 by a long shot. Anyway, but back to the, the whole thing. The Democrats have been preparing for Republican control of the Congress for months. And they've been literally now coordinating with a long list of department officials to bring in the attack dogs to help them turn back Republican narratives and tell them the truth about Joe and Hunter and how Joe Biden is likely compromised sad then of course now poor greg abbott has to send armored personnel carriers to the border because joe won't enforce the law an el paso neighborhood overrun with migrants illegal immigrants as the border crisis rages and people like we don't know what to do we're getting what we're going to be up to eighteen thousand people a day even massachusetts taxpayers they're now asked to pay 139 million dollars to house more illegal immigrants that joe biden is letting in Feds have pointed out nearly 140 illegal uh, immigrant sex offenders arrested nation in a nationwide sting. On top of that, I mean, you know, who takes care of all of this? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. I want to remind you about Legacy Box. This is the gift of the season, and I'm telling you the best gift you can ever give anybody. Uh, it's great for your entire family. Better Homes and Garden called it the, the most sentimental gift to give this holiday season. And with their Black Friday event, more families can reclaim this priceless footage with an insane 65% off. Legacy Box is a simple way, a safe way to digitize all of your treasured videotapes and film reels. You know, your photos that are hiding in your attic, in your garage, in your closets. And guess what? You can serve, you can save these these precious family memories in perpetuity, which means that generations from now, they'll see people will see their great, 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 great grandparent because of you being so forward thinking. Anyway, uh, legacybox.com slash Hannity is where to go. It's the best deal of the year. Their Black Friday event. You save an unreal 65%, but they only have limited quantities that they can ship. This deal will go fast. Go now to legacybox.com slash Hannity, 65% off. And you can share these memories not only with your entire family today, but for generations to come. Sean Hannity. Our other news of the day and, you know, what are you going to be doing for Thanksgiving and how much I'm going to be using my Masterbuilt uh, Butterball Turkey Fryer. Best turkey in the world, 15 pounds, 16 pounds in under an hour. Anyway, our pollsters will look at the Georgia race next with the McLaughlins and then later Leo 2.0 Terrell in your calls. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.